Hey, you're back with Pod Scott, and again I'm back with Gary. Hey, Gary, what are you what are you thinking about? What are we talking about tonight? Well, uh, I've been thinking of a couple of subjects, but uh, there's something that I would like to pick your brain about. Oh, I know you're in. Yeah, I know you're into it. And mm-hmm. I've been thinking about this one, and you're gonna love this, people. Uh-huh. I want to pick your brain about. Uh, conspiracy theories. I'm talking right. Roswell. I'm talking GFK. Well, you know, being honest, you know, Roswell's a mothership on that one. Well, well go on. Pardon the pun. Well, <laughs> you know. well, well, I don't know, alien, but I'm going to pick your brain. Go for it. What's your uh, theory on Roswell? What's your, what's your kind of, what is the umph kind of tell you? With it? You know. Okay. Um, go for it. Okay. What is the first? Conspiracy theory I ever heard of. Russell? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But and you know, it, it's it's such an easy one to follow as well from the beginning. It, well it's easy to follow in the beginning, but once you get you know, if you're looking into it in terms of sort of like a timeline. Yeah. There's obviously the incident that hits the papers. It's the following day where the kinda of like the madness really begins. Yeah. Right? Because okay. obviously you the, um, Jesse Marcel. Yeah. He's the. He's the Army Air Corps officer on the ground, kind of guy. The one who works in the right place. <laughs> well, no, he's he's, basically his job was something like examining, uh, it's like air crash investigations and yeah, that type uh, of thing. Re- wreckage, have you? Yeah, all that sort of nonsense. So, he's the one that's on the ground. He's the first one that sees it. So he's the first one that the press has got to but he's not under any orders to actually say anything about anything he's not got any you know he's not been gagged by the military yeah so he's actually told people it's oh it's a flying saucer and it's all over the papers so and it's made the papers the next day and the, the, the commanding officer on the base has read the paper and went no chance huh brings them in and they effectively shut them up. You see the pictures in the paper the following day mm-hmm. after all the news has hit, hit the papers. You need to remember though, it's a different world then. Oh yeah. Nobody's got smartphones, there's no tablets. You know, not everybody, nobody's got a, a camera and a, a, you know, a cell phone on them to mm-hmm. film anything. So nobody can really say it was, you know, that was actually there. So anyway, there's a really cool, really weird line of events that happen. Right. So the crash hits, it makes the papers. Mm-hmm. Commanding officer finds the, reads the, the local newspaper. Uh-huh. They call him in and the following day there's a different story in the papers that it's a downed weather balloon. It's a downed weather balloon. But the ranch that it land, well, crashes on that's what happened it crashes okay so if it has crashed the rancher that owns the land all of a sudden a few weeks down the line has been paid for the time mega mega money for the ranch hmm. there's one there's a second the, the newspaper is one flare it's one smoking gun buying out the ranch is a second and obviously, you know everything that sort of came about since it's been the subject of so many books. Mm-hmm. It's been oh, you remember the TV show 
late nineties, early nineties. Oh, Roswell. Roswell, it was Roswell, New Mexico. Uh, uh, that type of all that sort of stuff came about, but if you look at that at the time when that's happened, the amount of people that were that mysteriously died under strange circumstances. Hmm. There's a lot of them. You know, from nurses that were on scene. You know, even the one for the local funeral home. The local funeral home had ordered three caskets. There was three caskets ordered. And they say it's for not quite adult, but not quite children. Ah. There was like three of them ordered. So that would imply that there's at least three bodies on that minimum. Hmm. And then there was obviously, there was rumours later on about one that had actually survived. And apparently it was given a name. Well, it told people its name, and it said its name was J-Rod. Yeah, strange name for an alien. It sounds like a, a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a bad one at that. Uh, <laughs> maybe it's an alien rap, you know, rap artist. You know, no, you never know. <laughs> well, in, in all honesty, you know, the, the whole Roswell incident, for me, is very... Very strange. I mean, Roswell itself, the whole, the whole thing about it, it, it just, it, it, it just gives me too many questions, you know, and, and what actually happened. Too, too many questions. I mean, like I said, you've got all these books, you've got all these movies, well, not so much movies, but you've had... Oh, you've had your TV shows. Well, yeah. Uh, and yeah. And, uh, you know, and when you're looking at it now, you know, back now, that's, uh, that, you know, that crash was 73 years ago, right? 1947. Yeah, 73 yeah. years ago, right? And do you know what I think it's a, kind of a coincidence how, you know, we were at a certain level, you know, you know regarding, like, uh, a certain level of technology regarding like household items, vehicles, etc. But yeah. then since, suddenly in the last seven years, not long after that, within 20 years or so, they started having things like microwaves and, and Velcro. Well, the and mic microwaves came out late, well, mid to late 50s. Yeah. Well, well then, actually, no, sorry, it was, it was microwave, the, the invention of the microwave was an accident. Hmm. The invention of the microwave was... Well, that's what they told us, but well, I personally Well, yeah, they, they, they said that an invention of the, the microwave was through radar. Hmm. Through, you know, radar for airplanes and all that kind of thing. That, that was one of the things that they, they yeah. had said that it came. But the strange thing about, obviously, the Roswell incident, you know, you're talking 1947. After, hmm. like, a few months, it kind of goes away. And it doesn't rear its head again until... Nineteen nineties, really, but mm. well, it became really, really sort of massive. Yeah. Um. Well, I suppose if they had got see the the, the ship crashed as I said in forty seven, right? Mm -hmm. And I bring out uh, just uh, I'm talking hypothetical here, uh, everyone. Um, you know, they, they say they just for example they brought out some new things like I said before Velcro and maybe the you know the the discovering a microwave accidentally was just a their way of sugar coating as part of 
what they found on that ship and decided to profit or make something of it. But yeah. then it would be too much of a coincidence and just suspicious to bring out certain technologies, uh, a, hell, I would say a hell of a lot of technologies, but different things suddenly. It's like an alien ship crashes and suddenly you're going to end up with 20 new things that are amazing to the world. So, yeah. you know, so it would be a case of either wait for another ship to crash in a few years' time and see what technology you can get off of that one, there or... Bring them out later, so yeah, the first, like smartphones and stuff like the that. The first know. book that I kind of read about it was a, a ninety. It came out, in, I think it was like ninety one, oh. and I didn't get my hands on it till maybe ninety eight, maybe ninety nine. Hmm. Um, and it was uh, God, I've got. I'm sure I've got that sitting somewhere. And it was a, it was a basically it was a Dennis's story, it it, it featured in in it. Um, and it was basically he was the, I think it was Dennis, he was the son, uh Jesse and Marcel the the, the, the sort of air crash investigator guy, mm-hmm. and he was actually telling you, and he was he was like he says it it happened it happened, and he was talking about his dad even on his deathbed. You know, Jesse myself on his deathbed was saying, you know, what I seen was real. And um his son talks about uh a bit in the book that, that he was written about him. He said that he had a he says it looked like a bit of tinfoil. Like a like a bit of sheet metal type thing. Mm. And he says it was soft, it was light, you could move it, you could bend it. He says yeah. you could even crumple it up with tinfoil. Flexible. But when you sat it down on a table, it went back to its original shape. Ah. Spooky. I mean, that's like... Remember those glasses that came out years ago? The uh, the, the memory ones? Where you could take your glasses, you could bend them, you could twist them. Oh, yeah, they yeah. They would pop back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you don't see never, you don't really hear about them anymore. Yeah, I mean, it was like, that's sort of something like what he was describing. Yeah. But you know you had I mean the other thing that you had you need to remember there was there was film footage. Um, I don't know if you ever remember the alien autopsy video that was that was brought out. Oh, you mean that uh, that uh, obviously bogus uh, famous one. Turned yeah. out to be a hoax. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I that yeah, that kind of that that was one of the sort of things that that brought it to light. Um, You know, it's one of those things. I mean, there was even uh some somebody had named this thing called Ros Ros Alien Syndrome, hmm. and it was something that people that were around there at the time, that were around the crash scene later on suffered from. And what were the were any symptoms as to what the can't remember. That? There was a, there was a load of it, but I remember, you know, when things were all sort of surfacing about it, there was a guy. I'm sure you've heard me talk about this guy before. His name is Bob Lazar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, Bob Lazar yeah. claimed to work at not Area 51, but he claimed it was Area S4. Ah, and he that's... says it was like another extension of the like the base type of thing. Oh, yeah. Um, he came out late, like 89. And he was talking about like stuff that he was working with, and he was talking about like a super heavy element. Oh, 
right. that nobody had uh, had kind of heard of. So he had kind of got like rubbished, you know, and the sort of like media and all that stuff is you know been like a con man and all this, mm-hmm. all this stuff. Actually, turns out that the element that he was talking about. The element that he was talking about wasn't to like two thousand. Time like two thousand two thousand two thousand three, with this super heavy element that he was talking about, right. actually for the first time appeared on our periodic table. All right. This guy's talking about it in the eighties. So I mean, it, Bob had, had had said stuff that his job was, propulsion. Remember I was telling you about the guy that put the rocket engine in his Honda? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah him. That's Bob Lazar. Right, that's Lazar. Um, Bob's... Uh, some, of the, some of the things that, that Bob, you know, would talk about, if you ever get the opportunity to get onto Netflix and just type his name in, into yeah. Netflix, there's a full-on... Uh, it's like an hour's episode about him he he was talking about like his time at S4 the so called area 51 all that kind of thing right and he was saying obviously what he done was propulsion that was his thing and he was given this thing that was about the size of a basketball right the thing that was the size of a basketball he says it was like the reactor that powered the ship that was like the propulsion technology kind of thing right and he said there was like so many ways of activating it but this was the thing that he said, I've got a buddy that's a scientist, and I asked him, says, is this hap- can, can you do this? And he was like, that's pretty much all theory, mm-hmm. what, what he's talking about, that sort of technology level, that kind of leap that's needed, it was like, doesn't exist. So it was, it was element, off the top of my head, element 115. Yeah. The yeah. super heavy element. I've heard of that. Yeah. So this is what Bob was talking about. So Bob had said that there was a number of alien ships that, he had seen, he says there was like a saucer one, there was like an arrow shaped one, there was a, a like a cylinder shaped one, and he went on and on and, and all this, spoke about it and all this stuff. So basically, he actually never actually claims to have seen an alien. No. Right? That's, and the thing about Bob, Bob's story has never, ever changed. Right. So it kind of gives me a wee bit of credibility because see if there was anybody out there that was untruthful about what they were saying and they hadn't seen what they you know claimed to have seen, their story would have changed so many times. Mm-hmm. You know, there would always have been something different. Bob's story is... It never changes. No. So he actually said that he got to go in Side this alien craft, this. Well, I, I don't know what it was. We'll call it a flying saucer or well, yeah, okay. you know, whatever appeases people, you know. Anyway, so he says it was like there was no rivets, there was no joins. He says it was like one big piece of material. Mm-hmm. And he said it looked like a wax, like it was like it had been made in a mould kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And he actually says that they actually got it to fly. Right. And he said it had a blue hue round it, like a blue light coming from the bottom of it when it was hovering. But that's what he said, it's like always kind of hovered. 
they could get it to go so far. He said to his knowledge it was never taken, you know, out into the stars or anything like that, you know, they never went anywhere and it, it was mm -hmm. only like around the base kind of thing. Yeah, yeah I, I, I've heard uh, people talk about, you know, about um, Bob Lazar with uh, that, known uh, as S4. Um, yeah. There was a lot of rumour that I heard, apparently, that he'd been hired um, in the late 80s, it was to, apparently it was to reverse engineer uh, extraterrestrial technology. But never heard anything more about that, actually. I don't well, know. see, this is the thing, I mean, they totally destroyed the guy. Yeah. You know, they, I mean, he talks, I mean, if you, you know, trust me, you know, anybody listening, get Bob Lazaro on Netflix and watch the documentary. You know, it's, it's so, the, the guy's just, he's got you in every way, you know, you, you're dealing with a mind that probably comes around, you know, maybe once every 50 years or something like that with this guy, he's one of those next level intelligent people. I mean, he was talking about technology that he'd worked with like when he would go into work, he would put his hand on something and it would scan his handprint, that type of thing. You know, technology that we've only really seen in like, your sci-fi films and yeah. maybe like a Bond film or something like that, but yeah. you know. And the latest thing is, I suppose, close to that would be your, 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 your iPhones with the uh, thumbprints. Yeah, Pretty much. Yeah, it's, that's probably come from that. You know, that's probably the idea. And thought, could be. Could be. But the, the, thing, the thing is, I mean, I, you know, a lot of people, you know, that I've, you know, spoke to about the whole conspiracy thing, you know, everybody claims that there has to be something about Roswell. There's very few people that actually say, you know, something, I don't buy the whole thing. I don't buy it. Yeah. You know. And then there's, because where it, the whole thing happened, where it crashed, is now part of a military base. Oh yeah, yeah. So, so totally cover up. So why, why go to that length, if it's a hot air balloon? Yeah. If it's a reconnaissance balloon, why? Yeah. Well, I suppose you would have to ask uh, probably somebody like Bob Lazar. Would you probably know about uh, that kind of stuff? Yes, I know that you you were talking about that element one one four, which I have. One heard, one five. Uh, one one five. Um. I've heard of it before. Um, it makes you kind of wonder because uh, from what I can remember reading the Bob Lazar, mm -hmm. he is actually owner of the United Nuclear Scientific uh, Equipment and Supply. So yeah. if he's got that, then he, if he's got that element, then maybe he's just not in part of his... He, you know, he, his, uh, he's also an inventor. He actually invented a type of glass All right. for aeroplanes. Right, okay. That when you make a panel of it, when you weigh it up, it's actually three times lighter than air. Ah. So uh, that's that's just what next level stuff out yeah. of this, you know, ne next level technology to make something like that. Well, yeah. Uh, I'm sure that, you know, he's... Uh, if they're, you know, they're going to do that kind of stuff, then if they can make that kind of stuff now, you know, then they should be using it in... Vehicles, you know, to you know, are, are using it for something, you know, that's uh, maybe like a current problem on, on you know, this fine planet of ours. 
you know, where it's like, you know, you, you can use you get normal glass, which can barely do a job, and then they've got mm. this stuff that could be, be the total opposite, it could yeah, easily do the job. It'd be so interesting to see what they've, you know, what they actually have. Yeah. You know. Um, I mean, I, I personally think it, it happened because if you look at it from 47 to present day, you look at how much we've advanced from mm-hmm. 47 to present day. Oh, yeah. You know, we've advanced more in that time than we have in the past 2,000 years. Mm-hmm. And not, in less than 100 years, we've advanced overnight. Hmm. That doesn't happen. Things don't happen like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's... I don't know. It, it always seems to be a bit kind of... Definitely extraterrestrial and you and uh, just a thought you think about it. Yeah, I mean, no, obviously they tried to blame it on the hot air, the, hot, the, the weather balloon that they were putting up. Which was... Which was basically, it was like a... It was, a, it was under Project Mogul. Um... Was a top secret project that the U.S. Army Air Force was, you know, running at the time. What they were doing is they were putting microphones, um, into balloons, sending them up to high altitude. Yeah. And what they were trying to do is they were trying to listen for sounds of nuclear weapons being detonated from Russia. Yeah. Or USSR as as then, you know. Uh, but it's it, it, it is all it's. So I mean, there's certainly enough information uh, online, uh, you know, especially about the element one and five. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they're saying that uh, something that is unknown, basically on Earth planet, because it's impossible to synthesize, yep. and the fact that it's that heavy, mm-hmm. and they say that apparently that from the craft that was recovered at Roswell, mm-hmm. uh, the US government had got their hands on something like 500 pounds of the stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, okay, so what did they do with it? Mm-hmm. Is it stored in a bunker Very somewhere? Nice. Is it in that, that that special area that... Yeah, because what they actually... For? What mm-hmm. he actually said, what Bob actually said, was this reactor thing that he was he was working with. Mm. The byproduct was element 115. Ah. And he was saying that they think that it's part of the fuel that they use to power the so-called the so-called ship you know mm. but that was I mean that's just like the first of, of like three maybe four conspiracy theories that I can't deny right okay you know because I mean if you look at all the secrecy that happened in it you know that goes with the whole Roswell thing yeah, well, I, I do know that the if that was the case with uh what happened with uh, with Bob Lazar, you know, um I know that they the basically from what I can figure out is they used them basically because uh there probably was something on I read about ago what it was to do with uh it was an investigation raised serious questions about his liability apparently, but uh mm-hmm. his claims about his education and employment couldn't be verified. Ah, no, see right, he was employed at Los Alamos. Yeah. And obviously, like, when he went public and they tried to ruin him and they tried to do all this stuff to him, the only thing that he actually had that proved that he worked at Los Alamos Mm. was a phone book. Ah. Where everybody that worked at Los Alamos lived in a set place. Right. And their names and their numbers were all in, in like, the local phone book. 
mm-hmm. and he, he kept the local phone book and he went that's me because ah. ah. like, he speaks about a guy called Barry right. that he worked with there and he, he's never heard from Barry since for, right. for like, the time that he's left but I'm not surprised but no for me Roswell's like the big big one it's pro- probably the only one that probably comes on par and a conspiracy theory with Roswell is probably the Kennedy assassination. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, the reason I think of them, uh, about them basically, uh, kind of fobbing them off is because uh, conveniently, apparently, I don't know exactly when that happened, but I know that in 1990 he was arrested mm-hmm. for his involvement with the operation of a Nevada brothel. And I personally, I think that was a setup to get him. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, I mean, you work for the government. They're all, oh, thank you very much, you're walking away, and as you're walking away, it's getting a little simple or something. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, see, if you look at it, at it, it's dead easy to set, from their point of view, it's dead easy to set somebody up in something. Mm-hmm. Dead easy. I mean, the, I mean, like I said, that's like conspiracy theory number one. For me, obviously, the, the second one is obviously the, the Kennedy assassination. Mm-hmm. And then maybe the attempted assassination on Ronald Reagan. Uh, People don't... uh, Kind of don't look into these as much. A lot of people that talk about, obviously, what happened with Kennedy, fine, we all know he didn't come out the car alive. I mean, he he was hit with an explosive round. Uh You know, which is is only going to do one thing when it hits you. Yeah, Once it gets in you, it's going to pop. When it pops, it's going to take away whatever's there. Yeah, so it's going to shatters whatever's outside the, the box, essentially. Once it, it's like, but see, I mean, the, the whole thing about Kennedy is that wasn't the first assassination attempt on him. There was three. Yeah. You know, there was one in Chicago that never kind of went down. And obviously the one that's in uh, Dallas, you know, unfortunately, is the, the, the one that took him. Yeah. But when it comes to Kennedy, I've got I've got loads of theories about Kennedy. You know, obviously he's got his son died in a plane crash. I don't actually believe that John Junior actually did die. I don't think John Junior's dead. And yeah. I've I've spoken to you about that a couple of times. Well, there's various theories over the years about, you know, different, you know, your different conspiracies, you know, like, you know, and I think, and it's I'd say that it's a lot easier to hide somebody and then fob them off with a, a, a look-alike, you know, and that way they can go and live in peace and quiet and be out with limelight uh, to this, you know, you know no offence to JFK, but to to put a, a bullet in somebody's head or whatever, or whatever to get rid of them, you know, it's, it, it, to me it seems too easy. It's, See, uh, the, thing, the thing about Kennedy, right, the thing about Kennedy, everybody's seen the picture of the Mona Lisa. Yeah. That's a relation of John F. Kennedy you're looking at. Ah. You actually follow his his mother's bloodline. Mm-hmm. Um, on the, on his mother's side. Yeah. You actually follow the family all the way back to Ireland and Italy, and all this stuff. And it's actually you go down the line. They weren't. You know, is didn't come from such a poor background as what a lot of people think. Uh. They came off. Irish and Italian and Spanish aristocrats. Yeah. The Mona Lisa. I mean, a lot of people think the Mona Lisa is a woman. 
the Mona Lisa is actually a very feminine looking boy which a lot of people don't believe but yeah. you actually follow the trail on it you'll you'll find the truth on it but no I mean in terms of the whole you know Daily Plaza scenario you know when it comes to to you know the, the shots fired in Dallas I yeah. I do not and I've always said it I've always said that um it, it was a patsy move. Yeah, yeah. They they had to Oswald was a patsy. Yeah, even at that coming back to the you know, you know to do maybe the, the, the Dallas uh, assassination with with the Kennedy. And you know, um I've I have you know, I've watched uh, I've read so much about it, I've watched your you know, the movies that have you know tried to explain it. I've watched TV shows. Mm, uh, yeah. One of my, 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 my personal, one of the personal ones I've did like was what they did in a, a double uh, episode of uh, Quantum Leap, where you know where you you seen it, it was like right up close with yeah. that you know and I thought that was good how they did well, that and stuff like that. But I don't know if you remember. I think I I think I brought it over to you. Uh, what's that? Um, it was uh. Was it 221162311226231216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216216
I don't know if that was the case on it, yeah. but a buddy of mine, he, he went into the, the Marines when we left college, mm. and Raymond, I haven't heard from Raymond in a, a long, long time, and he became a sniper, and he went, I can't even do that. Yeah, I mean, Oswald... Uh, but he said to me, he says he reckons it was three gunmen. Yeah. Well, I mean, Oswald, you know, he, he was... Uh, he did go to, uh, I believe it was Nagasaki, uh, for for training when he was in... Yeah. When he was in the... the no, the I military. think it was, was it not Okinawa, because there's a big base in Okinawa. I, I think... No, actually, he went to both. He went to Okinawa and Nagasaki. Right. Uh, yeah, I, was, I think he was in Okinawa... First, if I remember right, um, I know he was in Nagasaki. He may have been back to Nagasaki after Nagasaki before he came back home mm-hmm. uh, to uh, to uh, America. Um, but I, I don't know. It, it just seems a bit much because I mean, unless he had that particular gun and he modded it so that it could, he could reload it quicker, well, in between shots. Mm-hmm. Unless you know, because he was he was kind of, if I remember, right, special forces trained. Yeah. Um. And maybe they were trained them on how to modify weapons to for quicker reloads. I d- I don't know time. because the, the Carcano rifle that they got was pretty much, spot on. It was there was nothing done to it. But the, there's because there's a load of weird things that happen, in that as well. The limousine gets to the hospital. The car's automatically cleaned. Yeah, that's strange. That's a crime scene. Why would you automatically get rid of evidence so, on a crime scene? But again, there was parts of that car replaced, hmm. which that car stayed in service for quite a while. I think it was up to Jimmy Carter that that car stayed in service. Yeah. But the the boot lid, the trunk lid, was replaced. Yeah, because it had I got uh, and the side it was replaced. But then again, I I spoke to my buddy about it. He was a sniper, and the Marines. He was like, he says, he says the. I think there's three gunmen. It's possible. Well, I mean, you've got Oswald, who's uh, obviously suspect number one. You've got suspect number two, who was a supposed guy that was on the grassy knoll. It wouldn't surprise me, actually. And the third guy, for all you know, he could have been, you know, like, Oswald was at position A, right? JFK mm-hmm. uh, gets shot along the road, let's call it position B. Grassy knoll. Right, grassy knoll, but... Yeah. Was there anyone on the other side of that, that road? I'll sit the grassy knoll. Well, see, that, see if you trees? look on it, if you look on it, right, the 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 grassy knoll is always the, the the strange one. But see when you notice him getting shot, mm-hmm. you see it in the the movie that they make about him, JFK with uh, Kevin Costner. And yeah, when yeah. he gets shot, he goes back and he goes to the left. I don't. Uh, ends up on his wife. Now, if you're, if somebody shoots you and they're at the front of you, you're at the other side of you. You're automatically going to go back. But if they're at the side, mm-hmm. coming down, looking at you, and they shoot you, hence, you're going to go back and to the left, hence the grassy knoll theory. Uh, but see if you look at the footage, look at the footage of the assassination. Uh, Watch the, the back of the car. Yeah. You can see what looks like fragments popping out of it. Yeah. And I think that's the I, other gunman well, shooting at him. I was, I'm actually kind of thinking that, right, uh, that when he gets shot, he falls onto Jackie's lap, who's to his left, right? So, now, I'm reckoning that Oswald takes a shot, misses and hits the boot. The grassy uh, guy, if ever it's in the grassy room, also takes a shot, which hits goes right him. past him, or hits General, you know, hits General Walker 
in the shoulder. It's not general walking, that's Governor Connolly. General uh, Governor Connolly, that's your eyes. Governor Connolly, that's what I mean. Uh, and, but your government is where I think he was standing on the opposite side to the grassy knoll in at the, in at the, the underbrush and he shoots him right in the head where he makes him slump over onto Jackie. That's it. And what they do is, suddenly looks up and sees a shotgun from Oswald, but there's that busy concentrating on Oswald. Nobody thinks to notice the guy on the grassy knoll or the other guy mm-hmm. who's the obvious suspect for shooting him. You could talk about it all day in all honesty. Yeah, but I, I think hmm. I think the the first shot that hits him I think just is really in front him. of him up to the right of the grassy knoll. I think that's the first, but for the way his body moves, that's the first shot. Yeah. And then I think the, the, the next two it? shots because he had a bullet in his back. Right. So there's that one. Bob's well, his butt his, his neck and his back it went through a part of his trachea. So I reckon that was one of uh, so that's the Oswald shots. They reckon that the trajectory of that was lower down than where, Ros, where Oswald was actually sitting. Hence the guy in the Oswald. Hence why I'm, I've always said three gunmen. Uh. And the third gunman has been where the, the Oswald has allegedly been. That, I think that's your headshot. Yeah. Because I mean, it's just the fact that what they do is. Oswald has a certain time of time of gun, so they've got him as a, to, they put him there to set him up basically. They use him as a patsy. That's the three. Patsy had to be right. And what there's the the other gunman, right? The guy who's in the opposite side of the one that I'm theorying about, right? Mm. The opposite side to the grassy knoll, has the exact same gun, right? Because as the car was going along, just before he got shot, I'm sure the car was going slow at that point, just slightly slower than before. And that gave that gunman the perfect opportunity to shoot him straight over the head. See, when you look at him, there's mm-hmm. a lot of conspiracy theories around it, but the Secret Service agent, Clint Hill, rubbished it. And they were saying, well, you know, he's literally got no protection around him at the front. He's, he's got his two drivers, but there's nobody behind them. Yeah. And he said it was really simple. He says he didn't want anybody not to be able to see him. He wanted to be able to wave to the crowds. Well, I mean, he could, he could have been... In the middle section where... Uh, but what I don't understand, but the thing I've always never been able to understand, you know, you've got the man that so-called leads the free world mm. in an open-top car, Hence. no protective bubble in a convertible, no protective bubble, and you allow... Or you look at that footage of Daily Plaza on that day and you start counting the open windows that are perfect for anybody that can pull a trigger. And let's face it, anybody can pull a trigger... He was a sitting duck. He wasn't coming out of there alive. No, I mean, I can certainly see why in the more recent years they've had people like uh, the Pope inside the, what is he called, the Pope reveal with the, the glass case. <laughs> you know, I thought, well, you know, it's I, okay then, you know, uh, when that, uh, sensible precaution, obviously it's bulletproof. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully it's, uh, I imagine it's bazooka proof as well, but, um, you know. When well, they had to do something like that. I mean, that even after that guy in the 80s that shot John Paul II. Oh, yeah. You know, he he got three bullets put on him. What was it? Uh, he, he went and seen him earlier on that day. He got his autograph and said, like, hey, I'll see you later with a gun. You know, it was like... <laughs> no, that was Kennedy. That was Lennon. Oh, that was Lennon. Yeah. yeah. You don't get an autograph for the Pope. Can I, uh, can I have your autograph? Please? Here you go. Yeah, I'll see you later. You're not, you're not allowed to... Pope's not allowed to give an autograph. Because mm. if you get a signature and if you get a copy of your ring, you can change the laws of the Vatican. Can't do that. Give you access to those secret vaults that they've got, you know, but we'll talk about that some other time. Oh man, I could talk all day about the Vatican vaults. There's meant to be so much stuff in there. There you go, guys. So we'll make that another uh, podcast for another day, I think. You know, that uh, with the 
the vacuum, etc. But uh, we'll be at later at some point. Yeah, we'll but talk on that one. Definitely. But I think the, it's time for us actually to go. Yeah, because I've got a, I've got a cup of tea with my name on it, and I've got to go and get a drink now because I am parched. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, it's been fun anyway. Listen, guys. Hope Definitely you been this. fun. It's been 40 minutes, so... 40 minutes. Good so night, yeah. everybody. Roswell. And you're back with Pod Scott once again. I'm with Gary as always. Hello there. So we're doing part two. We're doing part two of the so-called Hidden King. This man named Joseph Gregory Hallett. Gregory Joseph Hallett. Been doing some research on him. I've actually got a friend of mine that I've been talking to who's... um. He's been in contact with him for a little bit. My buddy Foxhound's been been in contact with Greg a couple of times and um I've got a news flash here I actually got to speak to him. I've been um been some development since we done the last one on uh, I'm moderating one of the uh Facebook pages that he's got and that's been that's been quite um out there. <laughs> There's so many people going on. I think the group that I'm running now, I think that's actually got the capacity for them. I don't think I can get any more people on it. Um, but there's, there's been some positives to it. There's been some downsides as well. The downsides is I've now started to be getting trolled. People are now trolling me mm. for it. Uh, do you know something? It's uh, Up until that, that happened to me, I mean, I know we spoke about trolling and all that a, a while ago, it's, nothing can actually prepare you for it. And I, 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 there's no words that can really, that I can really describe to, you know, you know, let let you physically know the level of shock that you get when it happens. It's it's something something absolutely spectacular. Um, you know, these are people that really don't deserve a time of day. But anyway, <laughs> so after having a conversation with Greg. Me and my buddy Fox Hansburg were doing a couple of things for him. Um, had a conversation with him. What a immensely likable fella when you're having a chat to him. <laughs> and so knowledgeable as well. It's so good to have a conversation with somebody that can that can give you information and tell you about things that you never actually knew before. Mm. It it absolutely amazing. So we're looking at a couple of things on him, and he's, you know, been doing some research, been looking at some YouTube videos on him, and and whatnot, and not not to mention the the, the conversation, that I've had with him, so. Looking at a couple of the things that we've got, and you know, we looked more into the sort of the, the lines of the the royal family about, you know, the current monarchy monarchy been flatline, oh. which which, means illegitimate. So what we've what we've got on that one was pretty much what what we said in the, the last topic, obviously, just to you know, just to recap, you know, obviously the um going back there was there was um you know, King George the 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 fifth being the son of Alexander the Third of Russia, um Winston Churchill being the daughter of uh, sorry, Winston Churchill being the father of Queen Elizabeth the Second. And obviously we spoke about Prince William being the being the son of um, King Juan Carlos of Spain, who's now abdicated. 
Um, we've got, you know, we've, we've been really going down the rabbit hole in this one. So, for what we've got, looking at everything that we've got, is there's, you know, obviously we've done the whole Charles thing and, you know, he's got kids elsewhere and all that nonsense. So what we were, were looking at is some of the things that Greg was talking about, you know, about there being two Jesuses in the so-called Christian faith. Or the Christian faiths, there's that many of them now. I've lost count. You know, I think there's... I think there's like nine different sects of Protestantism now in Christianity, <laughs> which is a bit weird. Um, so, so they were talking about... Um, the Vatican holding massive amounts of wealth, you know, they they've got massive amounts of gold, and a couple of things that was that you know, has been said on some of the YouTube videos that, you know, the Vatican's been holding the secrets and actually had a, a, a prophecy, about the next arrival of Christ, about him having white hair, having a white beard, but broad footed. <laughs> And having an opal colour of skin. I didn't know there was an opal colour of skin, did you? No. I, no, I didn't know. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not sure what they mean by opal. I mean, that's not like... To me, like, opal would be like a greeny colour. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> you know, something... Something like that. I mean, I didn't... I was all over the place when it when it came to that. So, the, obviously, there was some things that, ob- that had been popped in... So the Catholic Church had some of the, the prophecies, opal skin, white hair, white beard, um, and would come from the clouds, which is really strange with, with Greg being a New Zealander, that the Maoris, the, the name that the Maoris have for the for New Zealand mm. actually translates to the land of the clouds, which is quite quite strange. So apparently he's been told that he fulfills all these so-called prophecies that have been out for hundreds, thousands of years. He's not been given any official title by the Vatican. That the he has been confirmed by the Rosicrucians. Um, that it does go on what they refer to as Christ's bloodline, but it's not directly from him. It's through one of his cousins. Uh, and the conversation that we had was um, was talking about uh, Barabbas. Oh. Barabbas was one of Jesus's cousins, but it was like a third cousin. Yeah. So that's so that's quite good. I mean, it was quite it was quite interesting. I mean, I'm, I I I don't know what your opinion is on it now that we've done a wee bit more research on him and and all that that type of thing. Mm-hmm. What What's your thought on it? Um. You know, my thoughts on... Uh, on Greg. Yeah, you know, on uh, Mr. Hart. Uh, um, I mean, I, I've read a very little because I've been... Uh, I've had other things I've had to do. Um, so I've only had a brief chance to read up on him. Mm-hmm. But I mean, anything I'm reading up on him, you know, it's... Uh, you know, I've got no... I've got no reservations about the, about the chap. You know, um, I mean, it's... You know, mm-hmm. what I've read so far, it's based... You know, the information that we... We mentioned on our, our first one to do with him, you know, where he's, he's, the, he's our upcoming uh, new king and, you know, he's becoming, I mean, becoming king, he's going to be, he's uh, going to be there for the people, you know, which is a good thing. Because um, there's a couple of interesting things uh, that, that come about, but 
I, I, I've been talking to you about a couple of things for a, a long time. I've been talking to you about the Ninsaraj and Sarah laws that are com- going to be coming out. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be having uh, Jinsara, the Jinsara law that comes out. Jinsara law is the global economic security. Global economic. Oh, I'm tongue tied today. Uh, I don't know what's wrong with me. I probably not had enough, enough a, coffee. Take a deep breath and then. I'll take a deep again. breath. We'll go again. Start again. <laughs> <laughs> go for it. So it's the Global Economic Securities Reformation Act. There you go. Right, so <laughs> you got it there. <laughs> so this is going to be one of the things that they're going to be bringing in. This has already been happening, believe it or not, in Australia. Mm-hmm. It's actually happened in some parts of Spain. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking forward to this. I'm actually just really disappointed that it's coming in now and I've mm-hmm. not had the chance to go out and get a a twenty or a thirty thousand pound loan and go absolutely mental. <laughs> <laughs> Is that all? <laughs> <laughs> because they're talking about when this comes in and this is something that will come in if he does when he does come to power. Um, it, it's it's something that'll probably you'll probably hear about it in the states first. Mm. That the Nansara and the Jasara laws are going to be coming effect, coming into effect. What's going to come into it, to, to as well is you're going to have a universal income. Mm. So there'll be a universal income that will be coming in, and the universal income that comes in is going to put you in a position where you're going to be making a reasonable living. You know, prices are going to be low in the shops. Everybody's going to have a reasonable amount of money to spend. A decent income coming in every month, whether you decide to work or not. I think that's a great idea. Hmm. So apparently Spain and Australia, some parts of Spain and Australia are actually piloting this just now. There's some people, some people that I've talked to through our Facebook page, that have um in Spain that have actually had their mortgages paid off. All right. Their car loans have been, been dealt with. Mm-hmm. You know that I, I, again. I'm so disappointed that I didn't go and get a mortgage, and a bank loan, <laughs> <laughs> and a loan for a new scooter. To be honest. Anything else? <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's I think this, this could be wonderful because this all ties in with the Q movement. That's happening over in the States. I've done some digging as well. When this act comes in, it's not just you're going to get a, a universal income. You're never going to pay for energy again. Your gas, your electricity, mm. all that kind of thing. And here's the other thing that I found out as well. Mm-hmm. Greg is related to Trump. Really? <laughs> I've, it's not been confirmed to me yet, but I'm, as far as I'm aware... If I've worked the phones correctly, they're related. Not only are they related, but they're also related to Nikita Tesla. Yeah. You know, the the genius. Mm-hmm. You know, that genius mind that was... It, it was in... Uh, he had a rivalry with Edison. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Um, so that's going to be... Going to be interesting. They're also talking about... That obviously we've had some people believe, and this is actually this has been confirmed to me through some of my sources. That's throughout 
the past hundred years or so, there's been a level of technology mm-hmm. that's actually been suppressed. Mm. I've not been told what, but I'm told some of the stuff is quite good. Well, hopefully some of all that technology, there cannot be something that will cure this blooming pandemic that's uh, annoying everybody, you know. This pandemic isn't this pandemic's make-believe. Yeah, I'm sorry to mention it's the pandemic, because I know how annoying But it all ties in. This is all tying in. The mm. coronavirus, it's all tying in. It's all... Yeah. It, it, it's... This has all been set in the stars from the beginning. In my opinion, you know. And, I th- and I, I'm, I'm hoping... I'm really, really hoping. You know, you remember the movie iRobot? Yeah. I'm yeah. hoping that's the kind of technology yeah. that's been suppressed. And I, I don't know about you, I could use something that could do the housework. Yeah, well, uh, a robot that could do my ironing would be nice. <laughs> Can't stand doing that. <laughs> yeah. Robot, go out and cut the grass. <laughs> that, I'd buy two of them. Because <laughs> my grass grows. Big. Right, for what I'm led to believe, it's not going to cost a great deal. So, what, for me to cut your grass? <laughs> yeah. We just get a turn and see how you go and cut my grass. But, but when, when we were talking, I mean, going back to the last conversation that we had about him, and we were talking about the Magna Carta, mm-hmm. that uh, again, the Magna Carta was never signed. Yeah. Yeah, it's a major wonder, doesn't it? Never, ever. I mean, what? This just goes to show you the level of incompetence of the people that's actually been running things for all these however many years. I, I think, I, I think this is great. I'm, I'm, I'm. Yeah. I've went down a rabbit hole here, and the further that I go down, and the longer you're in, the harder it is to come out. Yeah. You know. I'm, I'm really excited about you know the so-called uh, universal income. You know you might you might never need to work again. Mm. You know you could actually you could be in one of those you know those jobs that you hate. You know what those call center jobs that we hated. Ah uh, well, there's, I think there's, there's like maybe been one I did like, but uh, yeah, I, I know I get that. I think uh, you'll yeah. actually get a decent wage out of them in the future for what. Yeah, so as much as you hate your job, you get a good wage. <laughs> well, yeah, good wage would be. So anyway, yeah. there's another lockdown coming. Yeah. There's going to be another lockdown coming, and it's probably going to be in the next two, maybe three weeks. Yeah, I was reading something there maybe uh, earlier on. It was they're talking about the end of September. Well, uh, Italy's uh, already had a major lockdown. Mm-hmm. Italy had the longest lockdown out of any country on earth. Mm. A lot longer than what they had in Wuhan with this so-called... Uh, let's face it, it's a flu. It is, it's yes. 99% survivable. I don't see an issue. Yeah. So, anyway, for what I'm led to believe, and again, my sources are absolutely golden on this, Italy went into a longer lockdown than anybody. Mm-hmm. What they've actually been doing during this lockdown is they've been seizing the gold from the banks, mm-hmm. and this is all going to come into the Nansara Jansara laws. They're taking the world's financial muscle, and they're seizing it. Mm-hmm. So this is the 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 this is going to be great. This is going to be absolutely fantastic mm. if what. We're, we're reading's true for what I've been told's true 
I mean, like I said, I've got some absolutely fantastic sources. The the next that I would say maybe after November, I would say December, start of January, watch this space. Well, I was just having a wee look there, actually, um, just as you were talking about that there. Mm. Uh, they're saying, uh, in regard to Scotland, uh, they're saying, time is running out. Uh, they're also saying that after the First Minister said Scotland had reached the most critical point of decisions since the first lockdown in March, yeah. uh, the experts have warned that Nicola Sturgeon, mm-hmm. um, uh, they've wondered against a second national lockdown, according to the press. Uh, they say that it would be a disaster. No, the, the next the next lockdown the next lockdown does a couple of things. What the next lockdown does is it goes into the banks in London because all the U- for all of the UK, all of the big banks are in London. There's a massive, massive gold reserve in London. Mm-hmm. There's like cause there's there's one in Wall Street, there's a there's a gold reserve in Wall Street. It's not just Fort Knox that the Americans have got. Anyway, there's a massive gold reserve in London. There's also a massive gold reserve in Edinburgh. Mm-hmm. Now, the gold reserve in Edinburgh is maybe twice the size mm-hmm. of what it is in London. I don't know the reasoning for that, but there's, for what I'm told, there's a, the gold reserve somewhere in Edinburgh, it's bigger than the one in London. When the next lockdown comes in, mm-hmm. what you're going to be finding is they're going to be going in and they're literally going to be raiding these vaults to take, to take the gold out, mm-hmm. and again it all goes to the Nsara Jasara law. Mm-hmm. So it, it it's going to be good. So we're 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 and we're going to have a situation. The flatline royals are going to be gone quite soon, for what I'm led to believe. And again, this is if I have what the phones correctly, you know and. It's not been a recording that's been speaking to me. <laughs> that's happened to me once before, by the way. Oh. I'll tell you about that later. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. for what I'm led to believe, we're going to have a lockdown. The lockdown happens, the gold reserves are going to get pillaged. All going to the Nsarage and Sadalaws. It's going to coincide with the so-called 10 days of darkness that's coming. And again, that's everything's going to go out. TV, the telephone... Your internet services, everything's going down. Yeah. And I I would urge the people at home, make sure you've got at least two weeks worth of food there. You know. Personally, I would say to make sure you've got a good DVD collection or you've got yourselves a games console because don't even think about watching TV. Because <laughs> you need something oh, to yeah. stimulate your, your brain. When you, you know, and if the telly's not on, but not at all. The telly's normally a load of crap anyway, pardon the term, but... It's like, repeats are us. <laughs> it's like, nah, I've seen this about 4,000 times. It's true, it's, it's pitiful. I don't understand why. Uh, I don't understand why. They but anyway, back on topic. Mm. So, from, from what I'm gathering, I mean, it's it, it's been a really bizarre week on gathering all the sort of intel on there. Uh-huh. And I've been going to my buddy Foxhound. My buddy Foxhound's been telling me some some stuff that's, that's quite out there. You know, he he was... I think we spent a, an hour's conversation on the phone uh-huh. talking about Nansara Jasara. I had a conversation about Greg. Um, but we're actually doing some stuff for Greg coming up. 
probably might do an episode on that actually because that's going to be that's actually going to be quite good that's I'm going to take notes on what's what's going down on those particular days Mm -hmm. I'm not going to tell anybody what it is Um, I don't actually know if I'm going to be meeting Greg in person or if it's going to be a video chat Mm -hmm. like I had with him um but that there will be a I will be having a conversation with him. The conversation I had I had with him, I says it I says you're not getting a wee bit tired when everybody's asking you, you know, when's this gonna like fully happen? You know, this is gonna happen when it happens. There's no timeline on it at the minute. But he is taking power. Now there's a couple of things, again, this was a conversation I had with my buddy Foxhound. Mm-hmm. We were talking about obviously the illegitimacy of the um, the usurpers of the throne, we'll call them. Uh-huh. I like that usurp. I like that word usurpers. Good. Uh-huh. I like that. Anyway, so we were having a conversation. He's made a prediction to me, and he's been talking about this for maybe the past. I think maybe the past four or five weeks. And it involves Prince Andrew, hmm. the illegitimate, sex offending prince. Uh-huh. He's got two scenarios here. He said there could possibly be four, he says, but he says what I'm thinking is he's going to get the sweetheart deal hmm. and he's going to talk and never see the inside of a jail cell. Right. Or they're going to fake his death, accident, something, something like that. Mm-hmm. Or maybe Andrew's going to go bye-bye. Mm. You know, so there's, and he was, I says, there could, could be another one there where he probably does end up in a jail cell. Mm-hmm. He says, but the, that fourth scenario is probably going to be highly unlikely. I agree with that. I personally don't think he'll see a jail cell. Mm. Well, they're bound to uh, review everything about them, and then. I mean, do you, do you not honestly think that? Epstein didn't keep records of who was there and who they were with and what they'd done. Probably did keep records. Um, you know, so that, you know, like, anybody who has a gathering or a, or a business who has clientele, mm-hmm. they'll have to keep records of when a person visited for, for how long. But or, was so that really a business, though? No, no. It's maybe within, not as an official business, Maybe it was a, they may have classed it as a business as to what they were doing, you know, so that it was like if they had client, like clients, right, right. Or, or slash visitors, they may keep a record of who came to see them and, uh, you know, when they came to see them, dates, how long for, so that they could go back and look and say, yes, that person was here, blah, 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 you know, just for their own records, but yeah. something tells me if it was something that was but real class is, or known as dodgy, yeah. <laughs> you know, or uh, as in not right, then those records they probably, you know, put away somewhere so that nobody could uh, fall off that. See, there's another good thing that I was told, and again, this was, this was a, the conversation I had with my buddy Foxhound. Mm-hmm. We were talking, and um, it, it was really bizarre, because, you know, the past, see, maybe the past, like, four or five weeks, mm-hmm. You know, we've been talking about, you know, Greg, what we think's going to happen. And then 
obviously there's all these perpetrators that are in power just now that, you know, they're in the process of getting rid of. You know, you've got these, you know, Rothschild-funded people, you know, like the Gates and the Clintons and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. We were talking about what was going to happen to them. And um, as we were saying, I mean, when you look on it, when Greg actually does come to power, you know, there's going to be a lot of these people that are going to need to answer for the crimes. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously you've got Prince Andrew's probably the highest profile out of all of them. Then you've got, you know, your 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 Clintons, your you know your Gates family, the Obamas, all these people, you know, that have been carrying out all these crimes on a global scale for all all these years, and all that. And we were saying, well, what do you think is going to happen with them? And he he actually had a really really good point. Guantanamo Bay. We spoke about Guantanamo Bay, how they were going to be putting people there. He was talking about there's going to be X amount of people in prison. Mm-hmm. in Guantanamo Bay you know your people like your Clintons your Gateses there is a debate going about in our community mm-hmm. some people talking on some of the Q forums that I'm on um, okay. other things as well you know they're talking about the death penalty for a lot of these people you know people like the Gates family that have been poisoning people with uh, inoculations and mm-hmm forcing these vaccines on on people and and all that stuff. You know, it, it's really, it, it's, this, see, this rabbit hole, see, once you go down this rabbit hole, there's so many other things that come into play. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the, I mean, Greg's just one, one part of the story. Yeah. Obviously, he's going to be the, the new guy that, that takes effect, obviously, from our point of view, being in the UK, mm-hmm. Portugal is probably going to be taking Portugal as well. You know, that that's going to be interesting to see. And then you've got all these people that have been running these countries, doing these illegal acts. I don't think Guantanamo Bay could hold all of them. Mm. I mean, I've, I don't know about you, I've never been to Guantanamo Bay. I, I, couldn't, no, no. I couldn't tell you how big it is. But I don't think they could fit everybody there. No, I don't think so. So it's you're probably going to be looking at a lot of these people. A lot of these people are probably going to be getting. You know, probably going to be getting the. Uh, the, the lethal injection or. <laughs> maybe the electric sit down. Yeah. Yeah, well, I was just uh, I was just thinking about what you were saying about how um, just just uh, for a minute to go back to the uh, uh, the pandemic actually just a a brief yeah. thing. Uh, well, it's fake. Yeah, well, you had know, you're saying how they're bringing out the the vaccines and mm-hmm. what have you, right? And it's what I'm thinking about with that is the long term possible side effects of it happening well, fully. When I spoke to Greg, when I when I spoke to Greg, I was uh, one of the things I. I was on the phone to him for like 15, 20 minutes and I, I right. genuinely I felt that like I'd been speaking to him for like five hours. Mm. Okay. And see when I come off the phone and I, I, I give, give the phone back to my buddy Fox and hear the chat with him. And he, was, he just went on the phone really to say, say goodbye and we'll, we'll be in touch soon and all that stuff. And, mm-hmm. and he hung up and he went, there you go, you spoke to the king. And I went, mm. oh, I went, what is it? I, was, I says, how long was I talking to him for? 
he's like, I don't know, he said, 10, 15 minutes, no more than 20. Yeah. He goes, hey, I says, I feel like I've been speaking to him for like five hours. <laughs> he was at like, really, I was like, oh man, it, you know, just an absolute wealth, wealth of knowledge. And again, he, I'd said to him, you know, these so-called vaccines, and he, he said, the people that take these vaccines mm-hmm. are going to be in a scenario well, they'll never properly rest. They'll never, the subconscious will never rest. It'll just keep them on all the time. Yeah, Makes we, you more suggestible. See, the way I'm, I'm kind of seen it in my own, from my own eyes, really, is, okay, so say you get the, the vaccine, mm-hmm. right, and everything's, what we, sometimes you know, as tickety-boo, you know, basically okay, right? But how's it going to work down the line? See, you're absolutely fine with the, the vaccine does the job, mm-hmm. but then in a couple of years... Maybe you maybe you end up with a a, a standard disease, right? Mm-hmm. And the the all the all the stuff that's in your body from taking that uh, tries to fight it, and it creates something that it wasn't expected. Yeah, well, so I'm thinking. the the good thing the good thing about all this happening, again, this is me going back to technology being suppressed. Mm-hmm. It's not just technology; it's medical technology. You've heard of quantum computing. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. So quantum computing, you know, obviously that's. It's a really special computer. I mean, it does mm-hmm. what a normal computer would do. It does it in like point to the seconds as opposed to like a, a few seconds or like a minute or something. It's kind of a, a bit like my computer where it's steam powered and it takes five minutes to open my documents. It literally, <laughs> it's like you click the button and bang, it's done, right? It's, yeah. it's one of these scenarios, right? Have you ever heard of quantum medicine? I've heard, the, I've heard the term, but not... Quantum medicine's been suppressed for a long, long time. Right. So, what happens with quantum medicine? You know how you get people that... You get people who... You know, maybe don't keep well. Right. And they've always been... You know, you get people who've... It's like for the day they've been born, they've been sick. Yeah, yeah. Right. People who are in those scenarios are going to be put into a new, put into quantum medicine. And basically what quantum medicine is going to do is quantum medicine will fix everything. See, for people who are mentally ill, mm-hmm. it'll fix people who are mentally ill. It'll destroy cancer. You know, all the diseases that we know today, mm-hmm. cancer, AIDS, diabetes, all these stuff, this is all gone. This is all going away. Now, see when this goes away, yeah. there's going to be some scenarios because there's a thing coming out that already exists and it's referred to as a med bed. Mm-hmm. And I've got this on good authority because I know people who have been on it. Mm-hmm. They've been on, they've been basically been put into the med bed. They've been in it for like 45 minutes and they've come out and they're like better than brand new. They're they're really something. It basically fixes the body through. Mu- I'm not going to say music, but um, there's sounds yeah. that heal the body. I just said a wee. Uh... Oh, yeah, there's sounds that heal the body. And what the med bed does is see whatever you've got that problem, mm-hmm. it puts it straight through that part of the body. Right. And it therefore takes your ailments away. So see like people who need new knees, knees, getting knee replacements and hip replacements, Uh 
These are all going to be things of the past. So let's say you need a new knee. I need a new knee. My right knee is... I'd be better off with a stick. Well, as you, you know, know. Like a pirate leg kind of thing. Well, as you know, <laughs> uh, re recently in the last few months, uh, one of my family members uh, had a complete yeah. knee replacement. Yeah. Um, and you know, and you know, she was told that it takes a year to a year and a half for uh, because to of her age, because she's in her yeah. late sixties, and um, you know, so and I mean, I've seen the change over the last couple of months, you know, with the, the scar and stuff like that, and the swelling's come down quite a bit, and she she's making it a lot easier for her to move around now because I, I go mm -hmm. I go and I help her walk about and stuff, and she's walking by herself to a stick now, which is even better. Yeah. Um, this before she was having to use a crutch before she got the knee replaced. Mm -hmm. Now she's walking up and down like there's no tomorrow. You know. But see the thing is, so a good thing. This this is going to physically stop all that. Yeah. So there's going to be no need for. There's going to be no need for like your knee replacements, your hip replacements. Yeah. Heart surgery will be a thing of the past. Brain surgery is going to go. Oh. And the the thing is, if you actually speak to a medical doctor about this, mm -hmm. there's about eighty to ninety percent of them mm -hmm. that will say it's science fiction. Yeah. And there's there's that small percentage of them that will say, well, you know, that might not be as far away as what you think. Mm -hmm. You know, so I, I'm looking forward to it. There's a lot I'm looking forward to when Greg takes over. And we, we get rid of what's what's here just now. Dredge the swamp. I mean, when Trump got elected, he was talking about dredging the swamp. Mm -hmm. So... We also know that, that, that Trump is a part of the Q movement. Right, Q yeah. is now calling himself Justin. I heard that a couple of days ago. I thought, well, he, at least we can refer to him as something now. Yeah. Justin. So that's that's a, another development that's, that's all came about. I'm so excited. I, honestly, I'm counting down the days. I'm counting, counting down the days to when things kick in. You start seeing the evidence. I mean, we told you in the last episode, the royal family's coat of arms was taken away. You know, and it's people like them that's had been using quantum medicine for, mm -hmm. you know, the past 50, 60 years. You know, well, yeah. we've been given the alternative, which is to basically prolong what you've got and let's make money out of you. You know, mm -hmm. one of those, one of those ones. You're looking up quantum medicine? Well, I was looking it up uh, before that, actually, and uh, the information that I read was actually pretty straightforward. I've got, you hear it, I've got, I'll give you this, this is just a brief uh, uh, paragraph, or something. this is what it mm -hmm. says about it. Right. Okay. Quantum medicine is the method by which we communicate with the body at the cell level yes. using electromagnetic frequencies or by reading and reprogramming the subconscious. Mm -hmm. Every cell in the body has a resonant frequency and every organ or function in the body has therefore a frequency spectrum. True. That's what it just says in the basics. Have, you ever, have you ever been on YouTube and, and listened to like the, the deep sleep frequency? Yeah, I've, I've, I, I, because I've been telling you to do these, because you know, I mean, I you know yourself, I've got the worst trouble when it comes to going to bed at night. I'm, no, I mean, I, 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 I've got that much caffeine in my system. Mm -hmm. I'm still awake even when I'm sleeping. <laughs> it's one of those. Which, which, I, I went through a kind of a brief kind of period with like myself, and what I was doing was I was actually going on to YouTube 
And I was playing that, you know, that you get the, the sounds of the ocean. Yeah. You know, uh, and, uh, you it's know, like the, the whale sounds and all that stuff. Yeah, and you, and you just play it at a low level and you just sit there and, and then you start to fall asleep. And it's like, turn YouTube off and go to my bed and mm. see if I can fall asleep. And well, nine times out of ten I did. <laughs> what, what, the, what they were talking about was, and they were talking about all these healing frequencies that you get that do all these, all these different things, right? Yeah. You get a healing frequency. And what it does is it starts, it targets your cells first. That's the first thing it does. Mm-hmm. It targets the cells. It's like cancer is a cellular degeneration. Yeah. So what you do is you tar- it, it targets the cells and it rejuvenates the cells and then it multiplies the cells. Mm-hmm. So for what they're talking about is they're talking through quantum medicine. They're talking about people not just living a little bit longer, but a good considerable time longer. Yeah. As I remember, if you remember when I was talking to you, today I was talking to you in the kitchen about stem cell therapy. Yes, yes, you were. Now they were doing it in Panama and all these so-called celebrities were going down to get it and, yeah. and all that and what it was doing. But it's, it's a more low-tech version yeah. than quantum medicine. Mm-hmm. I'm very, very interested in this. Yeah. I mean, uh, just I mean, just from what I'm just read there, you know, it's it does it certainly seems like an advanced way of uh, of healing the body. You know, it's 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 not just that. I mean, I mean, going going back to what I was saying there about about Greg and Trump being related to each other. Also, both of them are related to Nikita Tesla. Mm-hmm. Trump has got his diaries. Right. This is where the suppressed technology is coming from because this was the thing. Edison got all the fame and got the fortune mm-hmm. because he was given your Rockefellers and your Rothschilds inventions that they could put a meter on and charge the people for. Mm-hmm. Whereas Nikita Tesla was doing things that were benefiting mankind. Right. Free energy. The best one I've seen about Nikita Tesla is you know that, that billionaire, that that South African billionaire who's got the Tesla car company. Right, yeah. yeah. He called it the Tesla car company because it runs in the Tesla coil. Mm-hmm. Tesla took an old car, took took a, a, an average car of his time, right. and took the engine out of it and replaced it with an electric engine. It didn't go very fast, right. but it had an infinite range. Uh-huh. There was a small antenna on it. If there's anybody listening that doesn't believe me, you really need to look into this one. It's a small antenna on the car. Mm-hmm. And that antenna is taking electrical frequencies from the air and generating it into electricity. It keeps the car moving, keeps the car powered. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye petrol stations. Right. Bye-bye your gas station. This is what I'm talking about by some of the forms of suppressed technology. I'm only privy to a couple of these things. Mm-hmm. You know, the the electrical grid that the world's got, the world's got a natural, our planet has a natural electrical grid mm-hmm. that, that Tesla was talking about tapping into and he was talking about how he was going to power countries, power the planet, and it was infinite, it would never die. You know, stuff like this. Mm-hmm. being repressed because it's not going to make the powers that be any money 
Right. If you look at how much money a person puts in a fuel tank over a course of a year, yeah. that's the majority is tax that gets filtered down through the powers that be, through governments, all this stuff, it's absolutely insane. <laughs> it's absolutely insane. Mm. I'm telling you something. I'm glad I sold my shares in BP. <laughs> so I'm I'm hoping maybe in the next couple of weeks I'm gonna be able to get a third episode out about this. Yeah. I need to get more information on this. Yeah. Um I've got no doubts that Greg Hallett is the next king of the United Kingdom. Or technically he's the King of Scotland before he's the King of England. Because you need to be the King of Scotland before you can be the King of England. Not everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping I'm praying. I'm hoping I'm going to be able to get to speak to him in the next week or so. Mm -hmm. And hopefully I'll be able to iron out something that's a wee bit more detailed. Maybe we can go into a couple of things as well. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Anyway, people, I think we've been on long enough. It's one of those... It's one of those scenarios that you go down the rabbit hole, Mm -hmm. you don't... You don't expect to. You don't expect to get lost in it. No. You 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 just think you know you'll get a couple of things. You you know you you'll learn a couple of more things. You know you'll look into them a wee bit and that'll be it, but unfortunately it's it's well fortunately, it's been one of those things where, the more you find out the more you learn. You know, and the longer it keeps you, keeps you going. And um, the excitement for me is just, oh, wow. I'm, I am literally so excited about this. I, I, I cannot stress to anybody enough the excitement I've got in this. Mm-hmm. Anybody that's wanting any more information, YouTube, Digital Warrior Productions... You'll find out pretty much everything on there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have another look at them in the next couple of days. Hopefully, I'll get another program up to you quite soon. Yeah. 